everybody, welcome to episode 86 of Conspiracy 420. And today we have a very special episode, and it's a weird episode. It's bizarre story, war stories, actually. And we are talking about rock apes. Mike, can you tell me what the hell is a rock ape? <laughs> well, specifically, we're talking about rock apes of Vietnam. Okay. Yes. And, uh, well, let me, let me, let me answer your question with a question. Okay. Do you know what cryptozoology is? No, what is a cryptozoology? Well, zoology, just zoology, is, is the study of animals, right? Yeah, I know okay. that, yeah. Crypt cryptozoology is the study of creatures that may or may not exist or exist out of mainstream science. Okay, so there's actually a, a term for it now. Okay, for these these things, these that we're not sure exist or not. Shit like uh, the Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, the the abominable snowman, the Yeti, right? Yeah. Uh, and and rock apes. Now all these creatures I mentioned, they fall under uh, a title of cryptids, C R Y P T I D S, and they're basically, you know, theoretical or 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 mythical in some sense creatures that may or may not exist and crypt cryptozoology is the study of these cryptids i thought that was pretty interesting when i came across that that um, is pretty interesting it's like a it's like almost a person that's totally like we are creatures you know a crypto can, can, can you can you get a degree in that that's what i'd like to know that'd be an interesting degree to get in <laughs> a but, degree a degree in cryptozoology you don't even have to really touch any animals because you can't find them <laughs> You but know? you can make a bunch of projects to go get. You can get funding to go and find to out go look for them. them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of, I'm interested in that. I like that idea. Now, this uh, this episode today, um, it was kind of based on the April fifth, two thousand nineteen article from WarHistoryOnline.com, and it was written by Jay Hemmings. Um, I'm going to just, you know use a lot of the information from this. There's not a lot of information about the rock apes. Uh, there's been stories about them for about 200 years, and that's about it that we know, okay? But uh, in, in, in Vietnam, these creatures are called batuts, B-A-T-U-T-S, batuts. And uh, they're not as well known as, say, you know, cryptids like the Loch Ness Monster. But during the Vietnam War conflict, there were many sightings of these creatures by both American troops and North Vietnamese and South Vietnamese troops. All right, there's a lot of uh, eyewitness accounts. There's hundreds, not not hundreds. Of yes, hundreds, hundreds of them. Yeah. Also stories, also stories of interaction between them that wasn't always friendly. Uh and some of these stories um, even go back before the Vietnam War, which I'll talk about. Um, some of the witnesses give very detailed uh, descriptions of these creatures. And based on some of these sightings, official searches were done, okay, for them uh, during the war as well. Um, one particular hill in uh, the North Highland region of Vietnam was the site of so many of these rock ape sightings that it was renamed Monkey Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Monkey Mountain. So 
Rock apes were named that because they were known to throw rocks at the troops. And sometimes it was in response to the troops throwing rocks at them. Okay. Uh, also, they were known to throw back grenades if they had a grenade thrown at them. They throw it right back before it blew up. All right. So they were described as six feet tall with long limbs and, you know, long arms and legs and very protruding stomachs with brown or reddish brown hair all over their body. Now, they also would reside in groups, not not single. They would be in groups. Um, their habitat was always deep in the jungle where no humans lived. But because of the war, humans were delving a lot more deep into the jungle there than they were used to. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were definitely in there because you know what they were they were hiding. You know, so whether you go, you go to deep jungle, you hide, and the enemy's hiding, and you run into. They were probably running into all kind of weird creatures. They they have a zoo because in the zoo, or even the Amazon, there's still creatures that we, we can't identify. They just been around. Mm -hmm. We just really can't identify them. Yeah, I mean, every couple of years you'll hear about some new creature or even a, a even a mammal like a monkey that they've never seen before. Uh, or, or they thought might have been extinct. I love when that happens. Like they find like a fish oh, that yeah. they thought was extinct for like 2 million years and then they find it alive. I mean, it, th as much as we know about things in the world, science and nature, there's so much we don't know. Okay. And uh, I think that people today still are looking for like a missing link. You know what I mean? Between apes and people. Yeah. And uh, that was a very popular thing in the 1800s and, and the early part of the 20th century, the idea that you could find someone that was like perfectly half man, half ape that would, that would corroborate with Darwin's theory of evolution. It's never been found. Hey, think Ever. about it. Back in the days we had been involved back in the days. Think about it. People were like five feet tall. It's like the average, average thing. And when you look at, you can look at those armored suits and stuff. You can tell that people were smaller. And now, yeah. Now you got people like the average height is almost like six, six feet tall, you know? Yeah, you know, when you when you go to Puerto Rico, there's the 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 Saint uh I, not Saint, I'm sorry, it's uh Christopher Columbus Fort that's there near near old San Juan. Yeah. And when you go in there, you could see their barracks where the where the soldiers slept. The beds are like five feet long. Like like me me and you our feet from like our calves down would be hanging off. That's how much humans have grown, you know, to just to make your point, you know? Yeah. So it's true. But now with the rock apes, when these creatures were originally seen by man, okay, the troops, uh, many of them thought they were orangutans, okay? But orangutans aren't six feet tall, and they're also not native to Vietnam no longer. They have not been native to Vietnam in like 3,000 years. But you know what? There could be another species of a ragatan because, um, yes, let me tell you, my, my roommate, my old roommate that passed away, Randy, he was in Vietnam and he's telling the story. There was a night that they were sleeping and they heard some rattling, you know, like in the in the jungle, in the trees. They heard rattling. They're like, oh yeah. man, they were like, they thought it was uh they thought it was like a freaking like it sounded like an army coming, right? Yeah. 
And when the thing pops up, he goes, it was like a deformer rag attack. That's what he called it. And they fucking started throwing rocks at them when they were sleeping. So they had to get out of there. So, you know what? So the Vietnamese wouldn't find out that they were there because they were what? like behind enemy lines. Were they, they coming crazy. from the trees, Rob? Whatever the jungle, whatever they were. No, but what, what, were these were these things like in the trees? Because they were probably what were called, uh, they're called gibbons monkeys. They're large monkeys with white or like a light brown kind of fur. He said it was orange. He said it was orange. The way he described orange. it was orange, but it was also nighttime, you know. So Yeah, hard to tell, hard to tell. But um, the thing with orangutans that, that's different than, than the rock apes is that when the rock apes were seen, they were always seen in groups. They were never seen alone. Yes. Orangutans, in, the, in, the, in their natural habitat, they, they operate alone. So what happened to uh, what you're talking about with that, that, that attack on them, it could have been these monkey creatures called gibbons monkeys mm-hmm. that were, were, they were prevalent all over Vietnam. They, they were large monkeys. They were like, I think, about three feet tall. Okay, which is you know pretty big for a monkey. Yeah, and, and uh, they would swing from the trees and come down flying, and attack the troops. Yeah, that's pretty been, much what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, no, and they were known. I think they might have been known to throw rocks as well. You know what monkeys do too is they'll throw their shit at you. Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. <laughs> he was telling me that, that, that he, he told me that this monkey was throwing shit at them. Yeah, yeah, no, they they, they do that. They'll take a shit and throw it at you. <laughs> But it was a crazy story. Yeah, yeah. So a little side note to talk about is is when my mother was pregnant with me, uh, my father was in Vietnam at the time, and uh, my mother was in San Diego. I, I was almost born there, actually. I missed it by about a month. And one day, I think she was about eight months into the pregnancy, and she went to, over to the San Diego Zoo, which is a, a very beautiful zoo. And the monkeys actually went apeshit. The monkey, the monkey started throwing their own shit at everybody in, in the suit that was walking by. And these were the days when monkeys were in cages. You know, they didn't have them all the way back like they do now or behind glass. They had like a cage so they could reach out and throw shit at you. So that's when they had to close the zoo because the monkeys went nuts. Wow, man. That's, <laughs> they're throwing shit. So so we're getting back to the rock, rock um Rock apes. Yeah. What, what do you what What do you think they were? Do you think they were really like um, just different, like maybe from um, Bigfoot descendant or ancestor or whatever? Well, I don't know about Bigfoot. I mean, the the Sasquatch creature uh, seemed to be a lot bigger. Okay. Uh, yeah, but these guys were six foot. Two, these guys were six feet. They were pretty big. Yeah, that is pretty big. I I, I didn't think of a, a a Bigfoot connection, but it could be an offshoot of some kind. Yeah. Um, but you know what's interesting is that most of these sightings, it, it wasn't just it wasn't just by American troops. It was by the North Vietnamese as well and the Viet Cong. Yeah, it's okay? crazy. Yeah, I mean the Viet Cong were known to, you know, go through some of the densest areas around our troops, the densest areas of the jungle in tunnels, pop up behind them and start shooting. These guys went into areas that there were no people. So they would come across these rock apes and they would report back. So um, it got so extensive with these, with these sightings at one point that there was a North Vietnamese general named General Hoang Minh Tha. 
and he organized this expedition in 1974 in search of these creatures. Um, unfortunately, they didn't find anything. Okay, and then later on, there was another expedition by Professor Vo Quai of the Vietnam National University. That proved unsuccessful as well. But there was an earlier expedition in 1970 that was conducted by the North. Okay, Professor Tron Hong Viet of Hanoi's Pedagogic University. Uh, it turned out they found footprints in the jungle that could not be explained. They weren't human, but they didn't know what they were. So they made these like, um, they made prints of them, like casts. Yeah. Them. And, you know, they, they brought that back, you know, to show some proof that there was some kind of creature out there that, that had, you know, prints like that or possibly the, the rock apes. But um, often what would happen is American troops would panic when they would see them because, you know, you first, when you're going through the jungle and you come across a bunch of, you know, at first thing you're going to think it's people. You're not yeah, it's people, of course. Yeah, you're not going to think it's a, a an ape, okay? So they thought they were running across the enemy, all right, in the jungle, and they would start, you know, shooting or they would panic and, and run back and, uh you know, it, 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 they didn't really, they didn't really, uh, you know, it wasn't like they, they had this reconnaissance and reported back, hey, there's some rock apes over here. Let's go check them out. It was usually when they came across them, it was by total surprise. All right. So what would happen during these surprise meetings, the rock apes often showed no fear of, of people. Okay. They either thought that, you know, Fuck. They didn't. They didn't know what humans were, so they right. just didn't think about it. Or that you know they were six feet tall, and maybe the average height of a soldier might have been a little less than that. So they didn't think that they were much of a threat to them. So they didn't really do anything. The only time they would do anything is is when is when they would have something done to them, like rocks thrown at them. Now they did also, in cases, supposedly attack the troops as well. Okay, but I believe there were a lot more cases of just, you know, this throwing rocks of back and forth between these apes. It must have it must have been funny, you know, if you weren't scared, it must have been like, okay, let's fuck with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there was an earlier expedition in 1970 that was conducted by Professor Tron Hong Viet of Hanoi's Pedagogic University. Now this turned up some evidence. What happened was they found footprints in the jungle, okay, that were not human. Definitely not human, but they couldn't explain who, you know, what they could have been. Uh, and they could tell footprints, you know, if it's a two-legged creature, four-legged creature, you know, they know. So they took casts, molds of them, and brought these molds back up to Hanoi, which is in the north of Vietnam. And uh, that was their evidence that there's something there. Um, you know, of course, the whole nation was in a war, so not much could be done. And then, you know, the years after that, they were rebuilding. So I don't think there's ever been, you know, really any more research as far as official coming out of the government on, on, on this that I've heard of. Um, what would happen, too, is American troops, when they would come across these creatures in the jungle, would usually panic because they would think that, 
it was a group of people or a group of yeah. enemy enemy troops. And um, you know, unfortunately, they never. They ne I don't think there was ever a situation where, uh, you know, reconnaissance went ahead and said, "Okay, we got a group of rock apes over there. Let's engage." I think it was always by surprise they just would run across these creatures, and uh, you know, usually what would happen is they would end up sometimes getting into a rock fight with them. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I guess, you know, think about it. You're fucking around in the jungle. You know, you're going to see you see some apes over there. You're going to throw a rock at one, see what happens. Fucking thing, throw a rock back at you, okay? That's why they were called rock apes, because they, they, they threw them back. And you know why I say they probably never shot them, because if they would have started shooting, guess what? You're giving up where you're at. Oh, well, yeah, you can't do that. Okay, you yeah. And then, you, then the enemy is going to find you. Here. Right, yeah. and they're, they're gonna know where you are, and the apes don't even matter at that point. But what would happen too is that the, the troops noticed that they really had no fear of them. The apes weren't scared of them. All right, and it may have been because they had never seen humans before and and didn't really view them as a threat, or they, you know, because they were six feet tall and the troops were about that, they probably didn't view them as a threat. All right, so nobody really knows, but there were times recorded on more than one occasion that the troops were attacked by them, okay, uh, and and people were hurt, okay. So, you know, but some of these things were chalked up to uh, tiger attacks, okay, which was very common in Vietnam, okay. It's not talked about yeah, it's not talked about a whole lot, but if you read about the history of Vietnam, uh, very uh, quite a few soldiers got mauled to death by tigers. Holy shit, I never okay. knew that. Yeah, and what was the reason being, kind of in relation to the rock apes, is is humans were getting further and further into the jungle, where animals that normally didn't deal with people would would were now dealing with people. Okay, yeah. so you have a an apex predator like a tiger, okay? You know, an apex predator is basically they're at the top. They eat everything underneath them, okay? Wow. So that's a shock is the same thing, okay? But, uh, you know, now all of a sudden tigers are getting a taste for people, okay? So instinctively they, they're now attacking them. And that, that happened in the 12, 13 years that we were in combat there, you know, we, we, we were getting attacked by tigers. Now, rock apes, you know, didn't seem to be that much of a threat that way, but they were getting a taste of human beings for the first time as far as being around them, okay? That's crazy, man. Yeah, that is crazy. Now, um, some tried to explain the uh the rock apes as they tried to explain them off as a hallucination all right some of the soldiers you know you've seen the stories you've read the stories you've seen the movies some soldiers were on drugs they were smoking weed they were getting lumped up they were doing acid things like that okay and uh you know my my thing is okay uh that's a perfect recipe for hallucinations sure you're getting high 
Okay. They also, they also, they also are under stress. You know, these are yeah. people that have never been to war, so they might see something that they wouldn't see. You know. Right, right, right. But would more than one person have the same hallucination? Only if it's that uh, what 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 do they call it? MK Ultra, whatever. <laughs> <They> <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> no, you're programmed to do it, maybe. But and they're all I, tripping I, I at mean, the same time. <laughs> yeah, you, you're all. You know, let's say you got a couple of soldiers tripping out. You know, I don't think. I don't think you're going to hallucinate and see the same thing. Okay, there had to be there had to be something there for it to to make sense. I don't know. I think it's doubtful, but it could be. I mean, maybe there were certain cases that they were they were they were hallucinating. I don't know. What if it was just some Vietcom dressed up like with stuff on and instead of they didn't have weapon, they just went crack them over the head with a rock? Something that crazy. <laughs> could be. Could be. Um. But one interesting point about the history of Vietnam is that going back to when the French controlled the country, it was called French Indochina, and that began in the early 1800s, early part of the 19th century. Um, there were always stories about these wild ape men, okay, um, you know, that were like, you know, half man, half ape or something like that, okay, Uh the French, when they took over the country, colonized it, they they basically sent in missionaries. That's what they always did. And the missionaries would report back about strange sightings of these like ape men, ape-like people, ape half man, half ape with tails. Damn. Okay. And this goes back as far as like the 1820s. They were hearing about that. In 1830... Some missionaries recorded similar stories from Cambodia, which is on the border of Vietnam, a little bit to the north, I believe. Yeah. Um, now, later in the 19th century, the well-respected anthropologist, his name was Paul D'Enjoy, okay, he recorded stories of witnessing ape-like wild men in the central highland regions of Vietnam. And that's the area where the rock apes were usually seen. Yeah. Okay, so he, you know, his writings were published all over the world. He was a well-respected anthropologist. And uh, they even ended up in the newspaper here in New York City called the New York Journal. All right, but most people didn't take him seriously. They kind of wrote it off as, you know, crazy. Okay, there's no way. All right. But um, one person, I find this interesting, one person that was a proponent of of this whole thing that that believed it all was the World War One French Prime Minister Georges Clemenceau. Okay, wow. Clemenceau was a you know great politician. He led he led France through World War One, but uh, he believed in these this like idea of a missing link or a half man half ape creature in that part of the world, which was French French Indochina at the time. Okay, so uh, you know. The troops in that part of the world after World War One, from the 20s to the 1940s, when the French would eventually leave Vietnam, I think they left about 1948 or so, they were basically kicked out because the country got into a civil war and uh, the French just were not welcome anymore, so they had to leave. And, uh, you know, on the way out, they told the Americans, don't get involved over there, they're fucking crazy, okay? Yeah. But, of course, we did, but that's a whole other show. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the, those troops after the war, the French troops that were in, that were in Viet, Vietnam or Indochina, they, they saw these creatures too. So, you know, no one really knows, you know, it just seems like there's something there. You know, you know what it is. The thing about these um, rockets, you know what? It, it could, it, it could, it could be anything, man. It could just, it could have just been regular H. But you know, when you're out there, like you say, in that hostile situation, you're star bugging now. You see things that you don't really want to see. You're like, what the hell's going on here? And guess what? You know, you, people hallucinate, man. It's like it's insane. Yeah. How many people hallucinate, especially in a scenario like that. People just get fucked up and like. What's going on? What's happening? You know, and, and right. you can't explain it, you know. But right. so many stories, there got to be a truth because it wasn't just, they have hundreds and hundreds of stories of this, you know. You got yeah. Monkey Mountain, you got you got fucking all kind of hostile, you got people trying to kill you, you got the apes throwing rocks at you. It's a freaking crazy freaking scenario. You got to think with pressure and stuff, these could have been regular monkeys that people just saw something much bigger, you know, that you, you, you project. It's like, it's like, it's like if you're standing in a place and somebody puts out a gun, you'll be like, that's the biggest gun I ever seen. Yeah, that's right. Guy. It's a bazooka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. No, that's definitely possible, Rob. Definitely possible. But you also have to take into account the, what's native to the to the country, okay? Yeah. You know, orangutans are not native to Vietnam for the last 3,000 years. They've never found any orangutans. Do they have baboons there? No. No? No. They have monkeys, okay, and these gibbons monkeys are kind of large, but yeah, nothing, awesome. nothing that's nothing that's six feet tall. The only thing that could be six feet tall would be like a gorilla, but they're not even there, okay. Yeah. Gorillas are more in, uh, in 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 like the Philippines and and the, the islands that are south of Vietnam, okay. Uh, you know, guys in 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 World War Two when they were fighting in that area would come across gorillas. Yeah. And get fucked up sometimes. They get fucking killed by them. And the thing with a gorilla is it doesn't it doesn't eat you. They're not they're not they're, they're vegetarians. They just fuck you up. Yeah. It's it like beat you to death. Probably take your head off. It's like yeah. running bears really don't eat human, but if you're there, you know, and they're well, a, bear, a bear is carnivorous. A bear will eat meat. Okay. Yeah. So he will he will take a chunk out of you. He may not eat eat all of you, but he'll no, eat you. He'll He'll take a chunk, like he'll go buy a handle yeah. or something. But 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 gorillas don't do that. Uh, their teeth, their teeth are like they might. I guess they do bite because they do have sharp teeth, right? Yeah. For, I think it's for fighting, so they probably do bite you. I, I guess, I guess they do. But I think they're so strong that they just throw you around like a like a pillow, man. That's it. And that's all you really need. You right. get throw you, yeah. you throw you into a tree, and that's the end of you. It's you like I, oh I know I would any you ever go to the zoo and you look at those gorilla and they're pretty much they're like people they're just like savage people and because you can they sit there and they like think and they're doing stuff and they're thinking it's amazing like yeah, what you and, see and sometimes their expressions you're like whoa was he you know and they might respond in a way that a person would whenever you go to the Bronx Zoo right I haven't been there in a long time but every time I ever went there's always the sign that says don't feed anything to the gorillas don't feed them bananas but people do anyway they don't yeah. listen right so <laughs> the, sometimes you're there and, and, and you just watch them and they peel the banana down like a person would 
Yeah. Okay. You think they just pop the whole thing in their mouth? No. They they want what's inside. They don't like the outside. They 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 want the inside. It's, it's funny. Really amazing. Yeah. They're like they're like they're like people in so many ways. But these rock apes, they had you know uh, uh, somewhat human mannerisms in a sense. I mean, they con they congregated together in groups like people would you know hanging out, and they were six feet tall. It's pretty tall for. A two-legged animal, you yeah, know. Very big animal. Yeah. I'm you, they they could have be like some kind of a Sasquatch because those the description, linky stomach, and they'll pop down. You know, they could be descendant or they could be like this a different breed of that. You know, we just we just don't know. Because yeah. even after those expedition, they were willing to kill one of them to bring him back. Right. Well, definitely. I mean, they, they were looking to, and 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 I think uh, it was that uh, that Paul D'Enjoy that I mentioned, the anthropologist, in his writings, I think he captured one briefly, alive. Okay, he captured one for a while. I don't know if he put it in a cage and let it go or it got away. I don't know the story, but you know, in, in his writings, he said he captured one for a brief time, and uh, you know, I mean, I don't know what he. If he was able to study it at all, not probably not long enough. But I mean, this you know, there's too many. There's too those are those are those are good examples. I mean, if you have like a a, a respected anthropologist out there saying, "Yeah, I seen it," you know, that's 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 pretty pretty good. Okay, yeah. you got to go by that. But where are they? Where are they now? Okay, yeah. are they, have there been sightings now? I mean, we've had really very little contact with vietnam since the war but more now than than ever we do deal with them trade-wise and i guess people go there i've heard it's like somewhat of a vacation site right yeah you know so maybe they'll see them again i don't know but what if we killed enough of them just with dropping napalm and bombs and shit like that maybe they moved on yeah that's true we you know if they if it was a case where there weren't that many of them to start with maybe we killed them all you know, it just it can be explained that easy. You know what we yeah. drop a napalm in the <laughs> and they would, and it's true. It makes that makes a good set, good point there, Rob, because a lot of times they would drop napalm in the densest part of the jungles just to clear it out, so yeah. tr so troops can go in after. Okay, so that would be an area where they might be because they they didn't go where people were. So maybe maybe we did. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Hopefully not. Maybe they'll turn up one day. Yeah, but you know that's uh, pretty much. Uh, I don't think that's a pretty good explanation why there's not we, we kill them all. Where we might have dropped yeah. the napalm and part of the jungles that no that they were that they were just so much trees and stuff that we just wipe it out here, knock all this shit. Yeah, there had to have been something because the Vietnamese had a name for them. They were called batuts. Yeah. So they, they they you know it isn't like they didn't know what they were. They must have seen them too. Yeah, so you know what? It's an interesting story and and, and another conspiracy that we uh, fell upon. Because it's amazing how you find these things anytime you, you call me on something. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Google it. And it's like, holy crap. I, I think I got to give credit to, to George Figueroa with this show. I think he was the one that informed me about this a while back. I had never heard of them, you know. But that, that warhistoryonline.com had, had a good story on them. And then it was, there's actually, if, if, if anybody's curious, go on YouTube, look under Rock Apes of Vietnam. There's like two or three 15 minute or so little, little documentaries on them. Uh, one is 
by a particular scientist. He, I think he puts yeah. little shorts out. And uh, it was interesting. I mean, it, it, it's pretty much what I was talking about. Goes into a little bit more depth. But, I mean, there's definitely something there if, if we didn't kill them all, like you said. You know what? But there's also an article in this. Um, if, if you look up Animal Scene, they got a whole article on rock apes. Really? It's a, it's a website there. It's about animals. They, and, they, and they got a rock apes of Vietnam. This yeah. article came out August um, Greg Yang. And this article came out August 20, 2021. Wow. And they got like a picture of what it is and everything. Like, but technically, that's supposedly what the rock ape is. And, and they got stories. They got story of a war-torn life scale. And, and um, they talk about Vietnam. But he also they also said that um, they will carry the kids with them, too. Oh. Okay, interesting. interesting. So, yeah, I mean, obviously they 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 had their young. They must have done something, carrying them from place to place. I guess. Thomas Hugs described the animal in an official interview for the Library of Congress. The, there's there's only one animal that used to get kicked out of it, what they call a rock egg. So this guy, this general, would talk about the rock egg. They even got a thing that they lived by the waterfall, like there was like a jungle waterfall. Yeah, and um, there's like a weird picture of it that they took. I don't know if you can see that, which is yeah. If you well, this, up, is all, this, this is audio only, so nobody can see it, Rob. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty funny that that they got some stuff on it. So that's an interest, interesting article if you want to read more about that. But that's yeah, like, if you Google it, it's like the the hundreds of articles, man. Yeah, I mean, it, out of all the, if you think about it, out of all the. The cryptids that are out there, the Yeti and the Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and the other creatures, these guys seem to have a lot of proof that there's there's something. So You remember the show where animals attack? Yes. They made a whole show on rock apes. And Did I was, they? And, yeah, and it was all about people from Vietnam talking about these creatures. It was all about yeah. a bunch of guys. But these guys look like they were stored as motherfucker when they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there she goes, the little one. So, yeah. Rock and Mike, how can we get in contact with you if we need to reach out to you? I'm all over the place. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, RockerMike212. You can find me on uh, Twitter, RockerMike212. You can find me on Facebook under Rocko Mike. And, of course, the uh, Facebook group, the Rock Show podcast group page uh, that we put up music and stuff every day. Um, also, I'm on Cloud Hub, Parlor, MeWe, uh, Truth Social, and Getter, all on the okay. Rocker mic. All right, man. So, and yo, you, Rob, where are you at? I'm pretty much in a few social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I guess um, that'll be another conspiracy that we talk about. And um, this is Conspiracy 420, episode 86. And people, thank you for your support, because when we do this show, um, we go into a lot of details. We read a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> and uh, we also would like you to uh, follow our... That Son of Sam Chronicles yeah, on YouTube. Son of Sam yes. Chronicles. Follow that, because there's interesting stuff out there. If you think this is weird, we we start yeah. telling story about that, and you guys will go into the... The rabbit hole real quick. <laughs> yep, it's all about the Son of Sam murders in the 70s in New York City. It's amazing how that thing, 40 years, is still going strong. <laughs> 45 years, yeah. 
Holy, even more. All right, people, so thank you. And what do we say all the time? Don't get drunk. Get lumped up. See you next week. Have a good one. Take care, people.